this is drive time. Today is Friday, December 24th, 2021. Today is Christmas Eve. Um, this is not necessarily an episode of drive time where I'm driving to and from work. I'm essentially out and about. I'm driving the streets of my hometown. Um, I'm looking for food and I, well, I know that there is no food open. Right. My wife sent me um, I figured it'd be a nice way to get out of the house for a little bit, kind of calm my mind, kind of reflect on today, which has been a very good day. Um, there's some spots here, but overall, it's been awesome. It's been an awesome day. And I wanted to catch up because I got a feeling that days like this just kind of go and like come and go, and all the prelude stuff is, is gone uh, once the event happens, right? So, like, for instance, um, tomorrow my kids are going to wake up they're going to run in they're going to realize that there are more gifts than what they left with right that the night of christmas has happened and they're going to wake up and think that santa claus has come and whether we believe right or not or whether you think I, i think for the kids it's good to give them a sense of wonder I think it's healthy to give them some imagination, to speculate, to bring some sort of anticipation. Um, obviously, you can look at the negative side. Well, you're just telling them that so the kids can act good the whole year, yada, yada, yada. I mean, that's a byproduct. But I think if you if you peel back that cynical layer, it comes back down to the idea that, you know, you can feel that anticipation of, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't figure it out, right? That's that's why when I watch, like, NFL, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of the game, right? Because if I knew, like, my team is the Tennessee Titans, if I knew the Titans were going to lose every game, like the Houston Texans do, I, I, I don't know if I could be a fan. But generally, I go into every game thinking, you know, I think we might win. Uh, you know, we got some factors here. Some people aren't playing. Some people are playing. I think that's something that could be really good for us. I think some that's going to be a challenge for us, so. A couple years ago, I watched the Tennessee Titans beat the Kansas City Chiefs in a playoff game that we had no business winning. I think the final score is like 21-22 or something like that. We won a playoff game. We went, you know, to the next round. We're watching Ferdinand at Showman's Theater in uh, Bay City, Texas. And I walked in that game, and we were barely winning. I I don't think we had the lead. I think we were behind. And we kicked a field goal, and we kept it kind of close, and then... Mariota threw a pass to himself. We're going into the theater and we're watching Ferdinand. By the time I come out, that game's over and the Titans have won. I was blown away. By the way, that theater was really nice. But it was just, it, it's that sense of amazement. It's that sense of wonder, right? That, you know, there might be something left for me. Now, they have their regular presence. They have their, their normal, hey, this is from Daddy. This is from Mommy. This is from Ben. This is from Thomas. Like, they have those regular things. But, at the same time, I, I think it's I think it's fun. I like the sense of wonder. Today was a nice day. Yesterday I was off as well. Um, I had a day to prep. I had a day to kind of get things going, get things moving. Um, coming to coming in today, we woke up. It felt like a normal day. We got breakfast. We we had a good time. Um, everybody was fun, right? I don't think there was any kind of weird situation going on. Uh, It was a good day. We had a good time. 
my my parents do their Christmas Christmas Eve, and my in-laws do their Christmas on uh, Christmas Day, um, which is awesome because it really does help split time. It, it gives us a good idea of splitting and developing time. So that's awesome. We get to my parents' house. And, it's nice. I mean, you know, it's the normal, okay, we're waiting on everybody, waiting on everybody, waiting on everybody, waiting on everybody. Eventually, everybody shows up. Eventually, right? Eventually, everybody gets there, and it's okay. You know, it's, for what it is, for what it, you know, for what it was, it's, it's okay. Nothing's too out of the, no, nothing's too out of line. Everything's pretty straightforward. Got some gifts. Not really about the gifts. I enjoy talking to my family sometimes. Right? Sometimes I really enjoy talking to my family. Sometimes they're just idiots. And and the most part and for me the most part is just the difficulty of trying to explain a, a, a perspective, right? I'm kind of the black sheep of the family. I don't have the same ideologies as everybody in my family. I don't quite have the same, um, I don't kiss certain people's ass in my family that allows me to, you know, get along with everybody. It's like, I don't, I don't really give a fuck. Like, if you're, a, uh, you know, if you live in a glass house, you know, if everything you do is above reproach and everything that you say is above, is right, it's like, we don't live in your dictatorship. Like, I really don't care what you feel or think. You're not going to tell, like, my family, my kids specifically, what to do or how to act. Like, piss on you. Like, I'm sorry. My kids are not sheep. They're not going to think like you do. They're going to think independently. You got a problem with it? Fuck off. I mean, that's basically the message of that. But, I mean, this is every holiday, right? This is every family event. Now, when I mean family event and holiday, I literally mean the ones that they choose to show up to. So I've got members of my family, my personal side family. We'll get to the other side in a second. But, like, I got members of my own personal family that just, they could give a fuck. They could care less whether, you know, whether or not, you know, um, you show up or I show up or they show up. You know, everything's on their time. And when you get people like that where their time is more important than your time, they get really upset when you don't go with their narrative. That's just what it is. I could give a fuck. Like, I've said that a couple of times now. Like, you're not going to dictate what we do. You're not going to dictate how we act. You're not going to dictate, you know, what we say. I mean, this is not, you know, you're not the authoritarian here. It's just not going to happen. So, you know, when, when I'm the one that sends up and says, listen, I, I don't give a shit if I see your kids. I would like to see your kids because, hey, they're my nieces and nephews. You know, my children personally love to play with your children. That's a big bonus because I like that. Like, I like the camaraderie there. But at the same time, just because you brought your kids over, it's not a gift for me. I I mean, again, I, I could care less. Like, okay, you brought your kids over. Oh, no. So now I'm I'm beholden to what you have to say? Fuck out of here. Fuck off. Keep, keep it moving, right? I could care less. Because me seeing your kids, it has nothing. It has nothing for me. It's not like it's my parents where they're, you know, at the mercy of, oh, well, we, we may not see them, so we better, you know, walk on eggshells because we just may not see them. It's like, no, I don't. I don't really give a fuck. I just don't. 
and nor do I care if you see my kids, by the way. I, I don't give a shit. Like, oh, you didn't get to see Thomas? He didn't change Thomas's life. Like, I mean, I'm just saying. It's nice, right, that there is, hey, you get to see me, right? It's nice that that is, you know, the thing. But at the same time, it's not something that uh, I'm very, very, very like, oh, yes, you've got to have, you know, we've got to see so-and-so and such-and-such. Such. It's just, you know, it's just not, not a big deal for me. It just isn't. So, I just, again, I'm not, I don't want to harp on it. I don't want to keep it, you know, keep it going. But I'm just saying it's just one of those things. Like, I, I really could care less. Um, so, hold on. And, and it's like I said, like my, my oldest sister always does really well with gifts for my children. And I, I think it's just because she sees them a little bit she gets kind of a feel for them like generally a feel like my oldest son Thomas I mean he's he's very easy he's just okay something basic something easy you know not a big deal Ben he's a little bit more particular I mean he wants things that are but she, she pulls it off very well I uh, you know the gifts that she has given my children over the last couple years have always been really really practical and I love the practicality of it like I mean if you're gonna give the kids uh, hoodies or pants or sweaters or shoes or jackets or something like that all great stuff as a kid I hated it but then again I never realized how much I wore those things growing through them right like I mean I would get socks I'd get underwears I'd get shirts but then it's like I always wore that shirt you know I always I always wear that shirt I'd always get X Y and Z you know I'd, I would always do those things and um, and I'd utilize them. I would utilize them like all the time. So so to me, it just makes it very practical and super useful. So I was always um, I was always very appreciative. Now there are other gifts that you know you go a little bit out. You know, there's books and there's other stuff. And again, super useful stuff. But I guess for the girls, it's just like okay, get them nail polish with Disney characters on it. I don't know if you've ever met Rachel. She's not a girly girl. She's more of a tomboy. She's actually a very heavy tomboy. When you really think about it, she's super, super tomboyish. And she'll she'll do the glitter on the fingers and stuff like that. But she's not like, yeah, let me go ahead and get this going. Like, it's just not really her thing. It's just you know, I appreciate it. She's going to use this part for the next three, four years of her life. So it's going to go a long way. Um, and I, and I do like that. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I'm a, I guess ultimately I'm just appreciative of everybody's gifts. Like when they throw stuff to our kids, cause I mean, they could have continued their life without it. It's just in some point, something like that makes it a little bit easier, makes it a little bit better, enriches their life. Or it's something like a, a nice cool momentum. Like Ben, my, my second oldest son, he got a tractor. Um, I'm sorry, an excavator. Everybody calls it a tractor because let's be real, it's a tractor. But it's an excavator and um, it's on his little jacket. It's like a red jacket. So so this jacket is going to be used as multiple things. Like it's, Ocampo has red as their main color. So guess what? It's, it's an Ocampo jacket. It's also, you know, practical because it's like an excavator jacket. So now you can go and be a farm kid with it. So it's just, 
it just has multiple functions and I and I like that it can blend in with some of his outfits that he has I mean I, I think this thing moved into his number one pretty quick of jackets because uh, you know we get home we go to church so we leave my parents house we go to church and Abigail started getting really fussy I think it's the shoes that she had worn sorry people who are listening on audio Apologize a lot. I just need to wet my whistle and I have to slurp, so I'm very sorry about that. Um, we go to church. Uh, we get done with church, and uh, Abigail throws a fit because she's pretty much uh, she's pretty much just uh, <laughs> she's pretty much run down at this point. She's not she's not feeling it. It's been a long day for her. Um, <laughs> it's her. These new shoes that we bought her are like just tight. They're very like stay on my foot tight, and uh, and I'm just kind of uh, you know I thought that might be what it is, but then also she's kind of had a little butt thing going on, like a sore booty. Um, so I, I didn't really know what to think. I just kind of hoped that it was the shoes, and that's what it really turned out. Because as soon as we got her home. I'm sorry, I'm kind of rustling around bags and stuff. But as soon as we got her home, it was legit. You know, she was she was fine. She was great. Um, and I think the main reason of that was because she was uh, she had those tight ass shoes on. I mean, you know, life lesson: kind of breaking some shoes before you buy them, kind of thing. I mean, not a big big deal, but I um I was just like, okay, cool. Anyway, let's fast forward beyond Gale. Um, we get home. The first thing Ben does is goes to uh, his his pile of, of toys. And he starts rummaging through his stuff. And I'm just like, okay, hey, Ben, what are you looking for? He goes, I'm just looking for, looking for my... He doesn't even tell me. He just kind of trails off. I'm like, well, like, what are you looking for? He goes, oh, I got it. He pulls out this hoodie. Still smells brand new, right? It was folded. Um, he whips it on real quick. He just throws it on him. I'm like, my guy lays on the couch. He you know, eats a little something. He's watching the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen one. Let's be real. Keep it classy on Christmas Eve. And um, <laughs> he starts watching the show. And, and I, I maybe by the time he becomes Santa Claus, he's asleep and on the couch. I send the picture to my sister and my because it was my sister's gift. And I don't I, sometimes I don't think they realize how meaningful gifts like this are. Um, you know, just because. And um, I always, I just wanted to make sure, so I sent her a picture. Hey, you know, Ben appreciates it. He appreciates it. He likes it a lot. Uh, you know, this is this is his jam. This is his thing. Um, you know, thank you. And you know, my, my sister didn't have children. She was married for a time. Uh, you know, she, she children and her. I don't know if it was ever really a, a solid plan. Regardless of what it was or what you know, um, I, I appreciate her being who she is and trying so much, you know. And uh, you know, she has a dog, and the dog is super cute. I mean, I wish, I wish the dog wasn't fixed, but I'm glad it is. But if it wasn't, then that way we could have had the babies because oh, such a pretty dog. Anywho, we um, like I did, I sent the picture of Ben napping in his little, his little jacket, and then just, uh, hey, appreciate this, you did, you did a great job, um, 
just to, if she didn't do a great job, you know, I'd still take her a picture. I mean, I don't think Ben would have worn it like that night or whatever, but I mean, I know my pajamas. I always like to wash my stuff because I got an iodine thing, but um, yeah, once I saw those, I was like, oh, hell yeah, let me get some pajama pants. Anyway, Christmas um, is coming in a couple hours, so my wife had just sent me a message a minute ago. It's probably why you heard this choppy choppy segmentors coming together or whatever. I've had a couple phone calls in between uh, this podcast while I was recording it, so I probably stopped this thing like three times already at this point. But, um, you know, I've got Rachel's frozen bike that we um, that I made maybe two yesterday. So I um, my first day off, the 23rd I went to my parents' house, which kept the, the, the whole equipment set it all up, got it ready. Uh, that frozen bike is ready to go. Awesome and uh, little things like Rachel just getting so excited, jumping up and down, like about to cry, like just because of her excitement. Um, you know, it's 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 nice. It's nice watching your kids get excited about Christmas. It's exciting. It's exciting about their potential and it's not about giving them gifts it's not about getting them what they want it's about seeing that childish like that spark in them for their imagination for their anticipation for you know they're imagining things and, and there's they're not bitter they're just full of joy generally full of joy because they just don't know what they're going to get and they know it's going to be something they, they're not going to be bitter or disappointed like thomas thomas got three or four gifts today and he was like all this shit's awesome, right? I've never heard my kids, and I know my kids probably think it in some ways, but I've never heard them be like, ah, that's a boring gift, or ah, that's a bad gift. Like, I generally feel like they appreciate everything that they're given. And I know it's because me and Lynette are poor. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to sit here and ever push out that I'm rich beyond any measure. No. But at the same time, I'm not dirt-ass poor. Like, I'm not like, hey... Let's take all this government assistance poor and live here. No, 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 no. No, no, no. There's a difference. But, like, for me, I just, you know, we're not rich. You know, I'm not I'm not going on jet skis and flying across the country. And, you know, I, I, we're, we're not struggling either. Some months, I guess. Yes, in some ways, we are. But I think generally when you look at something like, like, uh, like baseball, it's a good example. You know they're the rich families that can afford the $3,000 pitching machine unit. And there's somebody like me that bought the 250 hand pitch unit that's going to hold up for the next 10 years bins in baseball or six years bins in baseball. Uh, and it'll go through Rachel, it'll go through Abby, like it'll go through all of my children. It costs $250. I'll have to manually probably buy a spring, like a replacement spring. But at the same time, I'm not super like, oh my god, I've gotta I've gotta do this, I've gotta do that. Like, no, like no. So I um I, I, anyway, I, I've gotten to the point in my life to where I'm not trying to keep up with anybody. I don't give a fuck how anything looks. Like, I generally do not give a damn what you think my car looks like or what you think my house looks like or what you think my clothes look like. I could give a fuck about what you truly think about me because I don't care. 
right? We have some of some of our better friends. They live in a brand new home, brand new newly built home, and they have a beautiful home. I'm not envious of them. I appreciate their home. They work their asses off to get a home like that to build their dream house. Great on them. Good on them. I worry about their finances, but that's not my place, right? I just I worry about everybody's finances because I'm like, you know, the the showiness of it all. Which I don't. They're not showy people. They're very non-drama people. They're great people. I look at somebody in another position that had a house built and and, and they bought it and it's you know, probably five hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar house or whatever and it's like, mm, I mean you know and they oh we're struggling oh we got this we got that I'm like why you put yourself in a position like that my my house it's it's kind of a rundown shack but it's not really about the house I don't give a fuck about the way it looks. Does it hold our children? Yes. Can it create an environment of love? Yes. Yes, it does. That's all you need. I know people that come from trailers. I know people that come from, you know, mobile homes. I know people who come from old rickety houses. I know people who come from rich houses, like very well built, you know. And that's nothing to do with the character of the individual. Absolutely nothing. You know? And, and you kind of don't blame their kids either. Because if you think about it, the kids are just, you know, that's the situation they grew up in. It's not their fault. Their parents were well off. One's a doctor, one's this, one's that. Like, it's not their fault. Now it's, you know, in that environment, in that home, what they become. They become assholes because they came from an affluent house. Well, fuck them. They became assholes because they were dirt poor and, you know... Fuck them too. Like I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like there's there's no just because you're rich growing up or just because you were poor growing up. Like that doesn't you know it doesn't it doesn't matter, right? I just it just was born in a stable. I know you know some people you know like the religious aspect of it, but as far as the parable and story, I mean this guy was born in rags essentially in a stable. Like back in the day, you had to go sit in an inn, which is like a hotel at the place. Hey. You know, we ain't got nobody. Everybody's booked up. Piss off. And then Jesus is like, well, you know, I mean, Mary's like, oh, listen, this baby's coming, bro. I'm going to go ahead and hit up the stable and, you know, do things my way because it's the only way I can do it. Like, it's just, you know, there's enough keeping up with the Joneses and, and enough of the, of the competition of how people look. I mean, I don't give a damn. Like, I'll tell you to your face. Yeah, my car, the bumper in the front is falling off. It's duct taped together in some places underneath the, the engine. Not to where it's dangerous to drive, but to where it doesn't look right. It's not aesthetically pleasing. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. And the truth is, if more people, if more people were like that and more people thought about it like that, I think the world would be a real better place because there's less jealousy, there's less ego, there's less all those different things. It's tough. It's tough living in a world where, you know, we're cousins, right? I mean, in the baseball thing, it was very political and it was very like, hey, we're cousins, you know? Oh yeah, no, we're we're family. We're extended family. That's why all of us are on the same team. That's why we have this select ball team with 
you know, all these people that I know because I'm a political player in this town for some fucking reason. You know, it's like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get it. But at the same time, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care that you're a farmer and you want to go ahead and take care of all the other farmers' kids and you want to have, like, a, a baseball team created on that. Hey, how about you win some fucking games? How about you actually coach to win some games rather than just coach your nephew and your and your son and your, you know, and your, your brother-in-law's son? And it's like, I mean, dude, Jesus Christ. I mean, it took me a minute to figure out what was going on, but... You know, I just, I look at it from a perspective of, okay, we'll look at the best kids. We'll look at the best teams. You know, we'll pick it. We'll pick We'll pick some kids that are, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it from there. Um, anyway, it's been drive time. I know we branched off into baseball, but it's Christmas and, you know, February is really when baseball really heats up. And I, I think Ben is going to be a, a very good player. Uh, and we'll, we have to see what happens with that. But it's Christmas. I love my kids. I do everything that I can for my kids. I work at a shitty job that I hate for my kids. You know, I, I try to find side hustles to continue to, to provide for my kids. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me, my parenting style, or my children. Fuck them. You know, don't get me wrong. If they have valid criticisms... I'm going to listen and try to improve them because I don't want them to be assholes. But at the same time, I mean, you're going to judge my kids because of me. I mean, if I can, I don't care. I don't care. Too much consumerism, keeping up with the Joneses kind of shit. So anyway, it's been drive time. I appreciate everybody's listening. I do. Jesus is born, right? Appreciate everybody listening. I really do. Wherever you are, be safe. Have a great Christmas. You know, I hope we can uh, keep this momentum going into 2022. Um, we'll get into some heavy topics, but that's not going to be today. All right. We will catch you down the road.